Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Five. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 76, Wilmont Raceway Edition. We only got to race one night this week, looked like rain, didn't even look like we were going to get it in, but we squeaked that in, and now we got a big week ahead of us. Uh, we're doing this on Tuesday, I'm sitting at the hotel, waiting to see what's going on with the Brad Doty here, it looks like rain, it's been raining for the last couple of days, so, not sure. We're just kind of in limbo waiting on them to tell us what we need to do. But uh, Eldora, the next four days after today, and like I say, the water, the weather's looking pretty spotty. You know, you guys know if anybody can get a race in rain in Eldora. So, we'll just see, have to see what happens here and go from there. Anyway, I'm in the beeve and Sarah's in at home or whatever. You got, I got you, babe. I am here. Right, we can talk about Wilmot Raceway, your one race on Saturday. Ended up being a pretty good showing, I think. Yeah, no, I was pretty happy with it. Uh, you know, I guess I need to pay better attention at the driver's meeting because uh, I didn't realize it was green first time by. And so I made an extra lap. And I don't even know if you know this or not, but the third lap that I ran was quick time. No okay. way. Yep. I did not know that. Well, <laughs> that sounds about right for your luck. <laughs> well, I, yeah, we'll, I we'll go into those um, results. And you qualified in the last flight in the fourth group, and you ended up uh, qualifying eighth overall. So that was pretty good out of 26 cars. I was in the fourth group, and, uh, you know, the racetrack didn't slow down or anything. Like I say, uh, with, we had it raining on and off, actually hot lapped, and then had to go back and hot lap again because we had a little bit of a rain delay and all in all it was uh you know a pretty good lap i felt good in hot laps i was up you know in the top 10 i believe both times that we hot lapped and the car really felt good and i say you know i was eighth quick the first lap i didn't even get on the gas until the flag stand but i didn't realize it was green the first time by and then uh the second lap was eighth quick and then or i think we were sixth or seventh at the time and then the third lap was actually quick time so kind of goofy but uh, my mistake. I should pay better attention at the driver's meeting, I guess. But our car was really good there. We Wilmot's a, a racetrack that I've raced a lot at. And back in the 14AJ days with uh, those guys, I raced there a lot. And then, you know, I won uh, in 2001. I won, it might have been two, I can't remember. I won the gum out race there in the 29 FJ construction car. And I set quick time, won the heat, won the dash, won the feature that night. So had some success there. One of the, I don't remember this, but BG, one of the guys that worked on the fat flow car, told me while we were there the other night that I run a an IRA race there and I lapped the field. I don't remember doing that, but he he told me I did, but I don't think I did. But but maybe I need to look that up. I don't remember doing that. But uh, all in all, it was, a, it was a good qualifying effort for us. And you, so the heat race, they had you starting third in heat two, and you ended up finishing fifth there. The A feature, you started 14th and finished 12th. Well, in the heat race, we started third, got a really good start, or actually didn't get a very good start, and uh, Macedo got around the outside of me. 
and then I got back under Macedo for third, and then I was working under Jason's side second, and I bumped the berm a little bit and willied up and may actually lost two spots. I fell all the way back behind Gravel, and then me and, me and Gravel had a well of a race back and forth for, for fourth, and and uh, he passed me a couple times. I passed him a couple times, and coming off the four for the checkered, I missed the bottom leaving two, I mean leaving four, and and he got he snuck under me and got this spot, so ended up fifth there, but all in all, had some speed in the race car and felt really good, and, and being able to dice it up with Gravel and Macedo and those guys is definitely a big confidence booster. You were very racy. I actually called your mom as soon as that race was over because I was so excited that even with finishing fifth, it was great to see you up there battling, and fun for us because we got to watch you race basically that whole heat race on Dirt Vision because you were uh, making it exciting, so that was fun. Well, it was a good race, and it was fun to race back and forth, and, you know, a lot of respect between me and David Gravel, and it was really clean. I, I could have closed the gap a couple times off of two down the back straightaway to shut him off, but uh was no sense taking a chance on crashing because we were definitely going to make the show there from just finishing the top six. I didn't want to do anything stupid, and and uh just uh, works out that way sometimes when you respect the other guys, you know, and you're supposed to, but uh probably should have shut it off, could have probably run fourth but you know fourth would only been another row up in the feature or something so and that could have been a row that which was was the row that crashed on the start or something so felt pretty good about it good and so with the a feature like i said started 14th finished 12th i think the same old issues with fading late in the race because you were pretty steady there for a bit and then right toward the end started to fall back Actually, we didn't fall, or we, you know, we were pretty steady the whole race. Uh, I don't remember when the caution come out late there, but I think it was with about 10 to go. We were running eighth or ninth. I believe it was ninth. No, 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 no. Eighth. And, uh, because on the restart, I was in the wrong lane. I was on the outside lane. And you definitely didn't want to be on the outside. And I hadn't ran the top that much, you know. I, I, I went around the top with a couple of lap cars and made it work, but, you know, had only ran the top maybe a couple of different times throughout that whole race, uh, 30 laps. So just really wasn't really for sure what my car was going to do up there. And uh, on the restart, just the bottom was just dominant and uh, fell back, lost three spots, uh, fell back to 11th from eight on the start, ripped around there, got frustrated, and my car was still decent, uh, probably not as good as it was early, but Got to searching around and moving around, trying to run the bottom, the top, slide, no, but just trying to figure out what was best for me there at the end of the race and let another car by me with a couple laps to go. And so we ended up 12th. But all in all, better and felt really good. And we're still learning a lot of things about our car. I felt like we've learned a couple more things at Wilmont there that we're going to try to see how it works here at Attica if it happens. But uh, like I said earlier, I'm a little bit worried about this weather because it's been raining here for a couple of days. We've been in Fremont hanging out, and it's it's rained for a couple of days. And talked to Wes, the guy that runs a t-shirt trailer just a little bit ago, and he said it's still raining there. So and it's, uh, what time is it? Almost noon here, so. Okay. Well, out of curiosity, I pulled last year's Wilmont Raceway result. See how you compared. And last year, you qualified 18th, started 18th, and ran 17th. So definite improvement there. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, uh a really one of my better tracks that I like going to and I like racing there and we've we've uh you know it just shows that how much better our car is getting you know uh we're learning our car better and and just being being able to uh make the right adjustments at the right time and 
just getting better. That's all I can say, flat. Okay, guys, let's take a break. We'll come back for questions of the week and who knows what other skills she's got. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. So what you got there, honey? Well, I got an email from our friend Jeff Booth. We haven't heard from him in a bit, and he sent a good email with quite a few questions. I just pulled one out of there for you to answer. He asked, after watching on Dirt Vision, it seems like the crews that stay together for three or more years are the ones that really excel on the third year. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm sure that's that's a big part of it, you know, keeping all the guys together and learning each other and learning what, what uh, needs to go and it's just it's just rhythm you know everybody gets in a rhythm and doing their job and you know just do your job better the more you do it the better you're at it you get at it just like uh making adjustments for the car and stuff so i i would agree with that you know there's some there's some teams that go pretty good uh right out of the box but uh you know all my guys are new uh the only ones left is john you know and, and john's been a friend of mine for a long time and and he worked with me last year but last year was only really a half season and uh then we manip- and then we uh you know we added two more guys this year with Zach and Darren and and these guys never been on the road so you know it's a, it's a learning curve for those guys as well so I'm I'm pretty happy with what I think uh, I see their their progress so I agree with that Jeff I think the longer you're together the better uh you know it's just all around going to be better because the guys work together better they know that you know it's kind of like the right hand knowing what the left hand's doing that's definitely true uh the guys have done a good job so far this year they've made it about halfway and we haven't lost anybody so that's a good deal (laughs) and they haven't killed each other yet so that's another big thing jeff is you know these guys are together 24 7 and it's just hard for them to get away from each other so there's some bickering and some actually a funny story the other day i and I shouldn't say it like this because it kind of sounds bad, but we were all joking and they were all fighting and, and uh, arguing and, and it's just, it happens. But I called them the three stooges and uh, it was just funny because one of them said, well, how, how, what, well, what's our names? I said, well, it ain't Larry, Moe, and Curly. It's, it's, uh, deaf, dumb, and grouchy. <laughs> you are so, not nice. Uh, yeah. So but it was just, it was just in comedy. Listen. Got to keep it real, you know. Got to keep these guys in line at times too. So, you know, I bark at them when I, they know my bark. When I bark, I'm, I mean it because I'm, I, I'm trying to stay out of their business. But when I see too much going on and the bickering and and all that stuff, then I step in and say something. Then it goes pretty good for a few days. But we don't have Monday meetings. Uh, that helps a lot. We do Monday meetings just to kind of let everybody vent on what their issue is this week or what they think they need to change or whatever. So that's been working well. But uh, all in all, like I say, uh, these teams that stay together for a long time, I agree that, uh, you know, the chemistry works better. Yeah, I think these boys have lucked out that you've got the beef and you're not with them 24-7 because I've seen you. And you're a tough boss. No, I'm not a tough boss. I just like things a certain way. And, and uh, you know, there's just no sense in the, the bickering. You know, if you got a problem, hatch it out to, between you and, 
and not do it in front of God and everybody. And, and uh, you know, everybody's going to have issues for sure, but just there's a better way to do it than I've seen them do it. So. Okay. Well, Jeff, we are happy to hear from you, and we will get to some of your other questions in the coming weeks. But we appreciate that question. It was a good one. If anybody else has questions of the week or anything they want to send to us to answer, don't forget you can always email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com or call or text the voicemail line 405-362-0620, and we're happy to get your questions of the week on here. Time for my question of the week. With the Summer Olympics starting soon, if you could compete in one Olympic sport, which one would it be? Well, you know, I don't follow Olympics as much as I used to. And uh, being a wrestler, I would say wrestling. But I don't even think they do Olympic wrestling anymore, do they? I don't know, but I know they've added skateboarding, and there's like 14-year-old little kids that are going to the Olympics to skateboard. Yeah, and they may still do, but for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason I thought they took – wrestling out i don't know why i'm thinking that but it would either be wrestling or uh you know what you won't know this because you're too young but when i was a kid on saturdays they did uh cbs sports uh or i don't shit i can't remember what it was but it was a worldwide sports and there was always the ski jumper and those were always so cool so i thought maybe uh one day i'd try that but i don't think so anymore yeah, I don't think your leg would help hold up too good for something like that. Ski jumping? So my Yeah, so my my question for you is 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 uh did you ever see worldwide sports on Saturday morning? Like it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it sounds familiar, but I don't know. I didn't watch I watched cartoons on Saturday mornings. What are you watching? Well, I did too, but when I was a kid, but then I think it's eight or CBS. I can't ABC or CBS. I can't remember, but it was worldwide of sports, and they always had it was a. You guys have to look that up. I'm about to Google that now and see if I can find that commercial because it was uh, something about the agony of defeat and blah blah blah, whatever. I don't know. So anyway, wrestling or ski jump. Okay, those both sound like they could be winter sports, but I, I want to see you ski jump for sure. Oh, you said? Did you say summer? Olympics? Well, it is the um, that's the what that's what's happening is the Summer Olympics. But I mean, you can pick well, anything; it's okay. Well, I'm not fast runner, so I couldn't do any of those. I'm trying to think Summer Olympics, any sport that I would do. I guess it would have to be the the uh, javelin toss or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh, no, they have no, they have skeet shooting. Yeah, shooting. Yeah, I like doing that. Okay, there you go. Ski they have, shooting. They have, they have so many weird Olympic sports now that's weird. So. so when I was a kid, I remember them having, like, the ribbons. Like, the they weren't, like, gymnasts. I mean, they were gymnasts, but they had, like, ribbons and balls and hula hoops. I always thought that looked fun. Very strange, but fun. Rhythmic yeah. gymnastics, I think that's what it's called. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, we're back. Do you have anything from this week to discuss? 
Uh, you know, the only thing that I can say we're here at uh, that I didn't talk about, we're here in Fremont, uh, which is right down the road from Kistler Racing Engines. We've been down to just two engines uh, of late. We had some stuff. We've sold a couple engines and had one over getting rebuilt, and we purchased a new engine. So the trailer's back full of loaded bullets. Uh, we got a couple. We got a brand new one, and we got a fresh piece in there, and we got a couple motors that don't have a lot of time. So. Our motor program is looking pretty good, so pretty happy with that. And uh going to happen at a better time with right now with the uh, month of money coming up. Good deal. I think another thing you could mention is I've been seeing your emails, and you've been working on some new merchandise and maybe some schemes for nationals. you got some stuff in the work there? Well, yeah, we're uh, we're not sure what we want to do at nationals. You know, they're doing a throwback. Uh, thing and we talked about that and then we just talked about doing a special scheme and so there's some stuff going on there that just nothing's set in stone quite yet. We definitely have a new, uh, I don't know, I don't know what you call that shirt, uh, more of a... Like vintage style? Yeah, I would say more of a vintage shirt that uh, that's actually, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Tim at Canyon is my buddy and he wanted to do something like that so he did some artwork up and uh, I think they're going to start printing very soon, but I think you're posting those for pre-sales uh, today, I think. But uh, we've got that working. We have a new shirt uh, for Nationals coming up, and uh, but we don't know what design we're doing just yet, so, so that's kind of on limbo and uh, just trying to figure that all out. But got a lot of stuff going on there with a busy week this week and just a lot of stuff going on, and now we're just crossing our fingers to the rain. Please stay away. Right. Well, the clock is ticking on all this merchandise, nationals, et cetera. I think we're less than a month out now, so I'm glad to see you're working on it. I'm interested to well, you see know, what we come up with. Well, you know, Tim, he's going to come through. He always does. Yes, and you do not make it easy on him because you're a last-minute guy for this stuff, but we'll get something put together. Yep. Okay, as always, guys, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can visit the merchandise shop online at waynejohnson2c.com, or you can always come see us at the racetrack in the Kinzer Racing t-shirt trailer. You can follow along with us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Wayne Johnson Racing, and you can get a hold of us by call or text 405-362-0620. You can always email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. Awesome. Well, you've got a, uh, we've had a short to podcast this week, but I'm sure next week with five races to talk about, it, it might be a little lengthy. So uh, sorry for the short one this week, but until next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.